Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool center. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. All right. Let's get to the temperate betcher text line here on Drive with Peter Vlahos and Kim Hagelin, AFL uh, Team Selections Night. Uh, this is from Josh from Perth. Good on you, Josh. Afternoon, boys. I think you will find Darcy will play forward a lot uh, in the game. He's capable of a 3-4 goal game, and Meek is a good ruckman, and the Giants don't really have a standout ruck. Cheers, oh, Josh uh, from Perth. That's a real good call, Josh, because uh, it's it's one area where I thought Fremantle would be. I, I'm a little bit concerned with Fremantle in a couple of areas. With with their forward line so makeshift, uh, Sam Taylor, Nick Haynes, Harry Himmelberg, if they play him back to try and be you know a running, creating mm. defender, or do they play him forward because they need him forward? Because one an area of strength in for Fremantle is definitely their back group. You know, so it's Pierce, Ryan Cox, Clark, Young. They're, they're very strong back there, and that's where I think Fremantle uh, coach Justin Longmuir is just. Well, he just won't. I think it won't just resist. He just won't change that. He wouldn't send a Cox forward, for instance, to try and find something different. But an area where Fremantle can really get hold of, um, uh, I reckon, Western Sydney on Saturday is Kieran Briggs. I mean, he's their lead ruckman uh, and he's 22. He's played eight games. Yeah. And then the other backup ruckman last weekend was Lockie Keefe, who just looked like he had no idea of how to – I mean, he's not even a good defender, in my opinion. He struggles. I mean, he's he's, he's 30 and he's played 90-odd games. He's been around 100 years. And he's playing ruck, and he just looked not not timid, but he just looked as though he's protecting himself all the time. Totally unskilled in ruck work. So Sean Darcy could absolutely dominate on Saturday and get three more votes for best on ground as Fremantle drive forward. But they will need him at some stage, I think, to help out. Especially if Fife needs to be looked after a bit. Fife plays full forward. He can't play full forward the whole day. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to have to balance that juggle there. And Logue also staying forward. But Meek. Oh, I mean, the, the poor the poor guy's playing for a contract as well. I mean, he's got to be someone that's got to be looking around. And West Coast would be derelict in their duty if they don't even explore getting Lloyd Meek over. Uh, Nick Natanui, and, and here's another bit of revelation for us as well. Nick Natanui is aware. Now, he's not playing this weekend. We know he's come out. His knee's crook. I don't think he needs any surgery on the knee, but he is fully aware within a couple of weeks he has to start an entire training program, which means a lot of diet, to lose up to 15 kilos. 15 kilos? Well, he needs to, Peter. He needs to lose at least 10 or 12 and aim for something like 15, plus a full summer of training, to, to be able to get through part of next season. He needs to be managed. He couldn't play next season, the whole season. Bailey Williams, they dropped him because they thought he was poor the week before the Derby last weekend. So Nick Natanui needs some backup. West Coast needs some backup ruck. Lloyd Meek plays on Saturday probably for his future. Uh, and also, if he is that borderline selection for the finals, but Meek playing a lot more in the ruck, 
allows Darcy to go forward. That's a very good call, I reckon. That's what I'm expecting because I don't think Nathan Fife can play the whole game as a leading, marking, goal-kicking full forward. All right, Hags, let's uh, whip through these. Uh, hi, Haggers and Pete. Can you give me your opinion of trade value for Luke Jackson, Blake Akers, Rory Lobb and Griffin Logue? That's Simon well, we, and Cremont. Now, we sort of have I touched think, on it a bit. Well, I hope Simon heard that because yeah. I think we did. And, and we think that they're going to get, you know, like late first... Not even late. So good second and third round picks that Fremantle have to package up yeah. to get as close to the front because they've only got pick number 13 as their first pick. They'll need more to give to Melbourne as well as next year's first round pick to get Luke Jackson over the line. Good on you, mate. Thanks for the text zone. Mike, uh, again, thanks from Palmyra. Hi, Pete and Haggers. Can Frio win a premiership from in the top four? And if so, who will kick the goals for Frio? And that is the big $64,000 question is who will kick the goals for Frio, particularly well, during the finals campaign. Let's join the selection panel. As, as a, uh, an exercise here, Peter, we're part of Fremantle's selection group. So it's match committee, yep. and they've decided to leave Rory Lobb home this weekend to freshen up his shoulder. Now, Tabiner, Tabiner hasn't played now for he, – he, he got injured in round 21. Played most of that game, but I didn't think he was that good that day. But – so it was against the Bulldogs. So he'll have had round 22, 23, and a week bye. off, the bye. So he'll have had a month to get over his, his calf come Achilles. If Fremantle finish top four, well, of course they can win the premiership. But it's going to be a tough run because I don't think they can finish. They're not going to get a home final first week of finishing the top four. They'd need some results this weekend to go their way to finish, say, say third or fourth. Finishing the top four, of course you can win a premiership from Western Australia. But the first week would be tough because they'd be on the road to go to to, to Melbourne mm. or to Brisbane if Brisbane. But I think it's Sydney second. I think Geelong, Geelong first. Top, yeah. So yeah. they could win it, finish outside the top four, and, and that's what I say. That text there says finish in the top four. Yes, they can win it if they finish in the top four, and all those boys are back healthy, and that's part of what I think the match committee's done in sort of deciding for this weekend to not rest, not make lob play with painkillers play Fife as a full forward probably and get those goal-scoring big men back for the finals. All right, uh, we go down to the Great Southern. Hello, Nev of Albany. Uh, when players like Lobb and Hill keep changing clubs, one starts to wonder what is their motivation. Is it to win the flag or just money slash lifestyle? I truly question Rory Lobb's ability to tough it out. Seriously, Frio can win a flag in the next two years and players want to leave. It's almost like the premiership isn't valuable to them. That's from Nev down there in Albany. I, I suppose it's all about I, the coin, I, isn't Nev, it? Nev, if you're still listening, just send us a quick message through to your age demographic. Just a rough, uh, you know, somewhere in the a bracket. Because I think a lot of those modern day values about playing for premierships, playing for loyalty, oh, take a pay cut and stay with your club. It's becoming a, a sport that is a profession. It's becoming very Americanized, in my opinion. It's just, It's a... It's a poor man's version of American sport, particularly, say, the NFL and, mm. and the basketball. I, I think it's a heck of a lot more about the money with most players. Most footballers in the AFL are more interested. That's why nev they'll never take a pay cut. They'd rather go somewhere else and take a pay cut to play with a team contending, for instance. Yeah. For, for pre and, I, and I use the expression, that's why I asked earlier on today, contending means, well, we're in, we're in the mix to win the, pre win the title next year. Yeah. So there's not many. If you're involved in one, it, it's old-fashioned thinking 
It's from our bring, bring upbringing, Peter, where it was as much about loyalty. I want to play for premierships as opposed to play for a big earn. And you've got a manager, of course, who's trying to get the best uh, coin possible because he's on well, a commission players, as well. Oh, yes and no. Well, most, he's on a commission. He'd get a good little earn. 4% of a contract. Not bad when you're getting a million dollars. Yeah, so what's that, 40 grand a year? Yeah, right? exactly. Thank you very much. From one player. From one player. And if you've got 80 of them, it's Correct. a lot of money. But you don't have too many on... A million a year. You have a lot of them on about 250, 300 What did Colin Young get from Jerry McGovern's last contract? Well, 1.25 million. Thank you very much. That's why Colin drives a nice car. 4%. 4% per year for five years, 1.25, work out 4%. And, that, did however, say, and Jeremy did say, when I asked him the question yeah. last Friday before the Derby, what was the reason he didn't go to Fremantle, the financial decision. There and, you go. And as I said to Jeremy McGovern when at a previous place of employment, Peter, uh, on November such and such, you had prawns and coronas and a meeting with Steve Rossich, Ross Lyon and, and uh, Chris Bond. And there was a total silence. He said, no, that's not right. Mm. Uh, but... Yeah. All right. Um, now, Paul... Just one thing I will also say about the managers. Players will ask managers to get me a better deal. And then that's the manager's job. But but the managerial stakes is pretty competitive at the moment. There's some players that have jumped from one manager to the other. Not many. Not many? No. Okay. Not many. Uh, now, Paul says, in the SANFL, S-A-S-E-S-S-A-Y, uh, they still have boundary umpires. It is the last disposal rule, not last touch. So if the ball is out of play from a contest, it is still thrown in. We discussed this earlier about the extension, maybe a field umpires next year from three to four. Well, I think you'd need that. Even if you had, even if you had six field umpires, you'd still need a boundary umpire to throw the damn ball in because – one thing about Aussie rules compared to pretty much every other sport, Peter, and there are, all the other sports are played on uh, rectangular grounds. Mm-hmm. So soccer, much bigger, soccer, uh, basketball, smaller, netball. You have a last touch. You can go to vision. You can go to a technical assistance to say, well, who touched it last? If Aussie rules, it's going to be almost impossible to sort that out on such a big venue to sort out last touch, it has to be some kind of last possession or last disposal. But there's going to be numerous times when it's last touch, you're going to have to have someone to throw the ball in. All right, let's go. Pete and Haggers, if you want to improve umpiring, then you need to embrace technology. This is from Alex at West Lakes, uh, at North Lakes, I should say. They should have an umpire watching the big screen. This is sort of going back to what you were saying, Hags, and being wired to talk to the on-field umpires and empowered to call freeze. Blatant misses would be picked up and a massive TV audio would be placated. That's uh, Cheers Big Al from North Lake. So he's talking about the technology. Uh, let's go. Norman Cal says, don't mess with Mr. Hagdorn. Pete, he is very clever, phys ed teacher. If Nick Nat needs to lose weight, Mr. Hagdorn, would the man get him up and running? Is he an Eagle fan you know? I don't know what you're talking about, Norm. Um, well, one thing we – I mean – uh, it's, one thing I will continue to say, and this is something for, for next week as well, when there's we're heading into a bye weekend in the AFL, there'll be a massive amount of issues around such as the uh, contracts for West Coast Eagles players. Uh, it looks like all the old blokes are getting contracts. It looks like so if Nick Nat knew he's talking about within a fortnight, he will start a regimented fitness program to lose weight, to get uh-huh. fitter and stronger, strengthen his legs, strengthen his knee, be able to cope with a, a season. 
perhaps even two more seasons. Yeah. If he's going to do that, that's a huge story okay. growing. What Norm's implying, because he knows your hags from the Armadale High School days, that you're a phys ed teacher, you could certainly work uh, Nick Natanui Nick Nat back into fitness, yeah. okay? Anyone, uh, whoever whoever gets this task of Nick Natanui, and there's not just Nick Natanui, it's Elliot Yo, it's it's all the old blokes. It's McGovern. Gary McGovern needs to lose weight. Willie Rioli needs to lose weight. Now, my understanding just on that too is that Willie Rioli has been offered a two-year contract and will take it. And somewhere. by the way, Luke Shuey has signed a one-year deal for next year. Yeah, so the, so, and so too will uh, Jack Redden. Mm-hmm. Let, let's, find, let's find all the old blokes. Everyone who's at, over 355 at West Coast <laughs> are all getting a new deal. So it means that Adam Simpson is showing a lot of faith in them. So whoever's going to get Nick Nat Newey fit... He he will need to want to follow a program himself, Nick Natanui. So too will all the other, all these other old blokes. Yeah. They will all have to follow a very regimented program. Liam Ryan, Willie Rioli, we could keep naming them because some of their biggest names, most important players, are overweight and have been unfit for the entire 2022 season. Adam Simpson can't escape that. I think he's I think he's skirting around it by being Mr. Nice Guy with all the interviews he's doing. He sounds nice. He's very secure, but he's going to have to get really brutal to make these blokes fit. We need to take our final break, and then we'll come back. Uh, Robbo from Brisbane's on the text line and others. Uh, the Tempera Bedshed text line 0487 736 736. Just quickly, uh, for Tyre Power Sports News headlines, Nick Kyrgios has been dumped out of the Cincinnati Masters. He lost 6362 to American uh, Taylor Fritz. LeBron James has agreed to terms on a new two-year NBA contract extension. Jimmy's up and about with the LA Lakers, worth about $100. $140 million Australian. And the NRL Grand Final tug of war is over. Sydney's Acor Stadium or the Olympic Stadium will host the showpiece event on October 2. Buy three, get one free on selected Kumo passenger car and SUV tyres at Tyre Power.